Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Just Who Were the Twelve? Before we go any further into Matthew, and just before we talk about another water walker besides Jesus, I thought it well to take a peek from 500 feet above, so to speak, and consider the scope of Jesus' work and those who worked most closely with him, you know, his main men. There were 12 of them, Andrew Bartholomew, also called Nathaniel, James the Elder, James and John, sons of Zebedee, Judas, Jude, sometimes called Thaddeus, Matthew, also called Levi, Peter, Philip, Simon the Zealot, Thomas. Twelve guys chosen by Jesus to be his inner circle. Jesus chose ordinary people, poor, uneducated people by most of our standards, to train up and then leave to take his story and his love to the world. And God did not see them as they were, but rather what and who they could become. Who were they, and what were they like? Andrew was the first called one, a fisherman who introduced others to Jesus. It was his main purpose in life. He must have often felt upstaged by his more famous brother, Peter, but we never have any sense of jealousy or envy But then again, the gospel writers were men, not women, and were probably less affected by those evil twins of jealousy and envy. Bartholomew, sometimes referred to as Nathaniel, of whom Jesus said, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile. But besides that endorsement by Jesus, we do not know a lot about him. Though church tradition indicates he was a great searcher of the scripture and a scholar in the law and the prophets. If Andrew walked in the shadow of Peter, James walked in the shadow of the one whom Jesus loved, John, the other son of Zebedee. John was indeed the beloved disciple of Jesus and wrote the Gospel of John, the letters of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and also Revelation. He was the only disciple who was not martyred. He died a natural death and a late one while exiled on the Isle of Patmos. There was a second James, the son of Alphaeus, not to be confused with Jesus' half-brother James. This James was the brother of the apostle Jude. Of Jude, we know very little, except that he was also called Thaddeus, and tradition tells us He preached in Assyria and Persia and died a martyr's death in Persia. Remember, the Romans adopted the cruel execution method of crucifixion from the Persians. Judas Iscariot is remembered as the one who betrayed Jesus to the Romans. Chosen by Jesus to be one of the twelve, yet Judas went haywire even after living so closely with Jesus and was able to sell him out. What happened to his heart and character is really quite mysterious. Matthew, also called Levi, had been a despised, dishonest tax collector. Yet Jesus chose him because he saw what Matthew could and would become. And of course, it was Matthew who wrote the gospel we are studying 
aiming it at the Jewish people, endeavoring to convince them through employing Old Testament prophecies to show how Jesus perfectly fulfilled them hundreds of years later. We learn more about Philip after Jesus ascended into heaven, as the early church was established. He knew when Jesus said, Follow me, that he too was called to invite others to follow the resurrected Messiah. We read about Philip in Acts leading the Ethiopian eunuch to Christ and ministering with Paul, spreading the gospel. Simon the Zealot was identified as such not because he was zealous or given to zeal, but as one who sided with the revolutionary nationalistic group who was vehemently opposed to Roman rule and occupation of Israel. And if the word traitor is tied to Judas, the word doubting is similarly linked to Thomas. But at least he had the courage to ask, to ask to see and to touch. He sought proof so that he could know for certain. Turns out he was so certain that he was martyred by the spear in India for his loyalty to Jesus. And then there was one, Peter. Peter was impetuous, oft impulsive. Remember he cut off the ear of the arresting Roman coming to seize Jesus? Curious and willing to take risks. But Peter also felt and loved deeply. He was one of the three who seemed to be Jesus' closest friends, his inner circle, Peter, James, and John, the sons of Zebedee. Maybe I identify most with Peter because there seems to be more written about Peter and therefore more material I can compare to my own life and personality. He often spoke before he thought, like me, and while he promised undying loyalty to Jesus, denied him thrice even though Jesus warned him earlier in the same night that he would do so. From our perspective, it seems so impossibly weak, and yet I think how often I have denied my Lord by my selfish actions. Peter was the main spokesman for the Twelve, and after Jesus' ascension, so dramatically impacted by the coming of the Holy Spirit that, well, you can read what he did and its impact in Acts chapter 2. It's radical. Fact is, I am so glad God chooses plain old ordinary people to do his biggest work. No PhDs required or Calvin Klein suits. Jesus' sign reads, Help Wanted, Imperfect People Looking for Growth and Adventure a Courage to Apply. No experience necessary, just an open, willing heart. The management will take you as you are and train you up to fulfill your highest purpose and potential.